you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm 46. It's good to see everyone this morning. In the balcony and on the lower level, God bless you. Glad you're here today. Today we're looking at another hymn. We are in a year-long series on the hymns, songs of hope, healing, and help. And today we are in Psalm 46, and we are going to look at a wonderful hymn called A Mighty Fortress is Our God. How many are grateful today that we serve a God who is a mighty fortress? We sang about that earlier today. Now, now, now we're going to do things just a little bit different today. As you're turning to Psalm 46, I'm going to preach about this wonderful hymn, and then I'm going to stop and be quiet, and we're going to rest, and then Aaron's going to lead us in a verse from this mighty hymn that I'm going to preach, and then we're going to rest, and he's going to sing verse 2. we got four verses, and we'll do something different today, and there's a reason why, and I'll show you just in a couple minutes. If you're with me, let me hear an amen. Amen. A Mighty Fortress is Our God was written by Martin Luther in December 1527 into 1528. So he wrote it actually December of 1527 and into 1528. He wrote over 40 hymns. Experts say that, 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 that this hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, is the battle hymn of the Reformation. Very famous. How many has heard this, this hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God? Very, very, very famous, beautiful, beautiful hymn. Martin Luther loved music. In fact, I'm going to read you a quote here in just a few moments. And, and uh, this, guy, this guy is a character. He is a character. You'll see what I mean in just a few moments. He, he, he was a prolific writer, spokesman part of the Reformation, so Martin Luther was a, a key leader in, in, uh, in his days. This is what he said on, on music and about hymns. So you may be wondering today, oh, Pastor Scott, what's all this stuff about hymns? What's all this stuff about music? Listen to what Martin Luther said about the power of music and the power of hymns. He says, next to the Word of God, the noble art of music is the greatest treasure in the world. It controls our thoughts, our minds, our spirits. A person who does not regard music as a marvelous creation of God does not de deserve to be called a human being. Wow. He, he'd get a few emails on that one. He should be permitted to hear nothing but the brain of asses and the grunting of hogs. Wow. He goes on to say this. Next to the word of God, music deserves the highest praise. She is a mistress and governs of those human emotions which control men more often and overwhelm them. Whether you wish to confront the sad, to comfort the sad, to subdue the frailty, to encourage the despairing, to humble the proud, to calm the passionate, and to appease those full of hate. What more effective means than music 
could you find? He loved the power of music. Interesting. When he wrote this hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, his baby daughter, Elizabeth, was dying. In fact, she died as he wrote this hymn. You see, what I love about hymns is that behind every hymn, there's a story. And when Martin Luther, in his darkest moments, experts say he was physically and, and spiritually and mentally just exhausted and fatigued for six months fighting for his daughter, Elizabeth. And during that time, God gave him a hymn to encourage us, to in, inspire us, to, to give us hope. See, the reason why we're looking at the hymns today, because every hymn has a story, and behind every story, there's a person. So when you and I sing this song, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, I want you to be reminded it was birthed out of pain. It's birthed out of sorrow, birthed out of heartache. Yet in spite of that, God gave him the power to pen the words, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. You see, in your darkest moment, in your time of despair, in your time of grief, in your time of trouble, Martin Luther wanted you to know, Pine Castle, that there is a name that you can run to, and you can run to that name because his name is a mighty fortress. Aren't you glad for that today? Let me hear an amen. amen. So we're in Psalm 46 because Martin Luther wrote this hymn from Psalm 46. So let's look in Psalm 46, and then I'm going to give you a few points, and then we're going to just... See what God wants to do today. How many are with me? Let me hear an amen. amen. Psalm 46. Our God is a refuge and strength, an ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains shake with surging. Now, in my Bible, there is a word that, that comes after that, and it is the word selah. How many of you have that, that, that word in your Bible, Selah? That word there means to stop, to rest, to pause, to reflect. So we're going to do that today. We're going we're gonna, to, watch this, we're not going to multitask. We're not going to tweet or text. We're going we're gonna to do what God's Word says, and after each one of these verses, we're just going to sit and we're going to rest, and for some of you, it's going to be really awkward and uncomfortable <laughs> because we're not used to resting. We're not used to pausing. We're used to multitasking and tweeting and texting, talking and, and going, and you're going to see in Psalm 46 that, that, that Martin Luther and God's Word challenges us to be still. And so four times in this Psalm 46, there's that word selah, pause, stop, reflect, be still. And we're going to do that today. Let's continue to read in verse, uh, verse 4. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her and she will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. 
Nations are in an uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Come, let us see the works of the Lord. The desolations that he has brought on the earth. For he makes wars to cease in the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted above the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The Lord God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Now, I'm going to give you four points today. Because there's four verses in the hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And it was taken out of Psalm 46. So in my Bible, I've underlined the four different points that I'm going to give you today. And after each point, we're going to rest, we're going to pause, we're going to reflect, and then together, we're going to sing the verse of A Mighty Fortress is Our God. How many are still with me? Now, I made it real easy for you because what we did here is we have the notes on one side, and then guess what? On the other side, we have the hymn. So when we rest and we're pausing, the only thing I need you to do is turn over from your notes to the hymn, and then Aaron's going to lead us as we sing the four verses of a mighty fortress is our God. Okay, are you with me? Okay, point number one. Because he is our fortress, I love this one. We will not be fearful when trouble comes our way. Because he is our fortress, we will not be fearful when trouble comes our way. How many know that fear is a very powerful force? It it affects all of us, and we all are fearful. We all are scared of, of, of different things. I was reading in the USA Today, and it says uh, an article on fear. Psychologists listed out some of the things that we are uh, uh, staying awake worrying about. It lists some of the things that we are fearful about. Here they are. Number one, the first thing we worry about is money. The second thing we're worrying about is health issues. The third thing we stay up late thinking about is work. The fourth thing we worry about is our families. Fifth thing we worry about is personal safety. The next thing we worry about is relationships, housing costs, job stability, the economy, discrimination. These are things that, that, that worry us. And one of the messages in Psalm 46 and one of the messages of Martin Luther is there is a mighty fortress that we can run to and when trouble comes, we don't have to live in fear. The Bible's filled with verses that command us, do not fear. Do not be afraid. And one of the messages that Martin Luther is saying to us today at Pinecastle, Pinecastle, when trouble comes your way, you don't have to live in fear. Can I get an amen? amen? Fear has a way of controlling us and dominating us. And one of the messages I want you to hear today, not only from Psalm 46, but from Martin Luther is that when fear comes your way, when trouble comes your way, you don't have to live in fear. A few years ago, I, I, I got in my car, and I backed up, 
And I started to drive down the driveway, and I heard this awful noise. And fear has a way of magnifying. The more you focus on it, it has a way of magnifying itself. And I started to drive, and every 10 feet that I drove, my mind started to race. And that noise started to get louder. And by the time I got to the end of my street, which, which is only four or five houses, I had already convinced myself that I needed a brand new transmission. I mean, I thought, oh dear, not, not $500 bill. Oh, my transmission and fear just started to build up. So I decided, well, I'm going to confront this thing. I, I put the car in park and I went underneath my car and lo and behold, there was a stick that was underneath my car. And that little stick caused fear to rise up in my heart and my spirit. And before you know it, that little twig had me convinced that I needed a brand new transmission for my automobile. That's the way fear operates, isn't it? Martin Luther says to us today, church, when trouble comes your way, you don't have to fear because you have a God and his name is Jesus Christ and he is a mighty fortress and you can run to him and you are safe even in the midst of trouble. Amen. Now here we go. Selah. I want you to turn your page over. I want you to close your eyes just for a moment and I want you to allow the Spirit of God to speak to any fear that you have. Are you afraid of dying? Are you afraid that something's going to happen to your kids? Are you afraid you're going to lose your job? Are you afraid you're going to get sick? Are you afraid that something's going to happen to our country? What fears do you have today? And whatever fear you have, Martin Luther would say to you today, when trouble comes your way, you don't have to fear because we serve a God and he's a mighty fortress. Pause on that. Think about that just for a moment.
Amen. Lord, help us to conquer our fears. Help us to put our hope and our trust in you. Help us, Lord, to run to you because you're a strong and mighty fortress. And when trouble comes our way, we will not be fearful. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. amen. Because he is our fortress, number one, we will not be fearful when trouble comes our way. But number two, I love this one, we will not be moved because his power is within us. We will not be moved because his power is within us. Look at Psalm 46. Look what he says. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Mount High dwells. God is within her. God is within her. I'm going to say that one more time. God is within her. I want you to place your hand on your heart just for a moment. And I want you to be reminded today that the mighty fortress that Martin Luther wrote about is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God's spirit is in you. And when trouble comes, comes your way, you are not going to be moved because his power is within you. She will not fail. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in an uproar. How many know that our nation is in an uproar right now? How many know that we need the words of Martin Luther in Psalm 46 to calm our spirits and help us not to be moved or shaken or dismayed or discouraged but watch this, because God is in us, we're not going to fail. We're not going to fall. We're not going to be overcome. Why? Because a mighty fortress is our God. Nations are in an uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So because he is our fortress, number one, we will not be fearful when trouble comes our way. But number two, we will not be moved because his power is within us. Now watch this, church. This week, the enemy is going to try to move you. He's going to try to move you from living a life of faith to, 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 to living a life of fear. And you need to be reminded that Martin Luther encourages you when he wrote this hymn in 1528. Do not be moved because God is in you. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in you, and you will not be moved because he's our mighty fortress. Can I get an amen? amen. Now, there's that word again, Selah. So I want you just to close your eyes. I want you just to be reminded today that God is in you, that God is with you, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is in you today. And he's going to give you the victory. He's going to give you the power. He's going to give you the strength. He's going to give you the courage. You will not be moved. Martin Luther would say to you today, don't be moved. Don't shift. Don't allow the enemy or circumstances to, to cause you to waver. Be strong. You've got a mighty fortress. And he gives you the power to stand and to stand strong. So allow those words to speak to your heart today. Be still. 
Did we in our own strength confide Our striving would be losing Cause we're not the right man on our Because he is our fortress, we will not be fearful when trouble comes our way. Number two, we will not be moved because his power is what? In us. Number three, because he is our fortress, we will not be anxious because we are still and he is God. Look at Psalm 48, verse 46, verse 8 and 10 says, Come and see the works of the Lord. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. Because he is our fortress, we will not be anxious because we are still and he is God. Now watch this. Let me have your eyes and ears just for a moment. God reveals himself when we are still. The problem is we don't like to be still. We like to be in control. We like to be moving. We like to take matters into our own hands. Am I the only one here today? We like to, to, to be in charge. And the very thing that we don't like to do, God says, if I'm going to be your fortress, you're going to have to be still. Watch this. And to the degree that you and I practice stillness will be the degree that God will reveal himself. And maybe, sir, the reason God hasn't shown up in your life and in your situation is because you are still in control. And today would be a good day to say, God, I can't handle this. God, I can't do this. God, I've got the, my hands by the wheel, and I'm going to let you. You know the old country song, don't you? I love country music. I love the songs and the lyrics of country music. Jesus can't take the wheel. If you're gripped so tight that your knuckles are white because you want to be in charge. See, if Martin Luther was here today, he would tell you, ma'am, be still. And when you are still, then God can be revealed. But God cannot be revealed until we make the determination that we are going to rest we're going to run. He's a fortress, and we're going to be still so that God can reveal himself through our stillness. And that's 
Exactly. Thank you. Someone's getting ready. Someone's getting blessed there in the back. Thank you. I appreciate it. God's goodness and his power is revealed when we are still. And our society has taught us the exact opposite. Well, stand up. Take things into your own hands. Show them who's boss. And the, when we do that, God's power is unable to be released because we are trying to do it in our own strength and our own power. Be still and know that I'm God. There's somebody faced with a major situation in your life. The very thing that you need to do is to be still and allow God to come alive and stand up on your behalf. But as long as we are fighting in our own power and our own strength, God could be powerless because you're trying to do it in your own power. Amen. Think about it. Here we go again. Selah. Pause. Reflect. Think. Meditate. Because he's our fortress, we will not be anxious because we are still and he is God. Because he is our fortress, we will not be fearful when trouble comes. We will not be moved because his power is within us. We will not be anxious because we are still and he is God. And number four, we will not be defeated because God is on our side. Aren't you glad today that God is on your side? Psalm 46 verse 11 Martin Luther was inspired by this verse. In verse 11, he says, The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Because he is our helper, 
we will not be defeated because God is on our side. How many are grateful that God is on our side? And he gives us everything that we need to be victorious. As you know, our family's been through a battle. We were blindsided. Blindsided is a, is a, is a football phrase. It comes from being hit without you being aware that it's coming. Wouldn't it be great that, that if I were God, this is what I would do. Just because, and, 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 and I'm, I'm glad I'm not God, and I bet you are too. I mean, I would love to send a, a, just a text message to my children to give them a warning that they're getting ready to get hit. Wouldn't that be great? You wake up on Monday morning and, and your text says, uh, your dad's going to have a heart attack next week. Get ready. Something's going to happen to your kid on Tuesday. When you walk in the office on Thursday morning, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna lose your job. On Friday morning, when you pick up the phone call, the doctor's going to call and he's going to let you know that you've got cancer. It'd be nice to have a little forewarning. But see, the problem with being blindsided is you have no clue you're getting ready to get hit. And it comes out of nowhere. But because God is on our side, Martin Luther would say to us today, you're going to be victorious. You are not going to allow cancer to defeat you. You are not going to allow a brain injury to, 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 to cause you to fall back. You are not going to allow the job that you're losing to, to, to cause you to crumble. Why? Because God is there for you, and he is a mighty fortress, and he will give you strength. He'll give you everything that you need to be victorious. And what the world is looking for is they're looking for believers. They're looking for people at Pine Castle to live a life of victory in spite of being blindsided, in spite of being facing situations and circumstances that take all of us we're off guard. God says, because I'm your mighty fortress, you will be victorious. Amen. I remember I was at Shepherd Center. We had just arrived from Miami, and I was just drove. Tammy flew to be with Austin. It was the first day up in Atlanta, and we were just shell-shocked. We'd just been in Miami for 40 days. Our son been in a coma for all 40 days, and now I'm driving from Miami to Atlanta and we're checking into a new hospital. And this, a woman looked at me in the, in the parking lot. I'll never forget it. She said, Scott George, this is your time to shine. People are looking at you. And I didn't want people looking at me. I was discouraged. I was defeated. I was confused. And she looked at me and she said, Scott George, people are counting on you to be strong. This is your moment to shine. And when she said that, I mean, something just leaped in my spirit. My countenance changed. My attitude changed. Something was just vigorated in my heart when she spoke those words to me. What she was saying is, Scott George, you are not going to allow this to defeat you. As discouraged as you are, as defeated as you feel right now, you are not going to allow this thing to defeat you. 
Why? Because you've got a mighty fortress. And you've got a God who's going to give you the victory through Jesus Christ. And because of that, we can run to a mighty fortress and we can join with Martin Luther and we can declare, I am not going to be defeated. I am going to walk in victory. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm not going to be defeated. I'm not going to be discouraged. Why? Because if God is your fortress, he will give you the victory through Jesus Christ. If you're tired, if you're fatigued, if you're discouraged, if you're depressed, I'm going to tell you the same thing Karen Stansbury said to me. This is your moment to shine. Shine. And God will give you the victory through Jesus Christ. Selah. Pause. Stop. Think. Meditate. What is that thing in your life that seems so overwhelming? What is that thing right now that seems to be defeating you and discouraging you? Because he is your fortress, we will not be defeated because God is on our side. stand up across the auditorium today. You know what I'm, you want to know what I'm hoping is going to happen this week? I hope this week that you turn the radio off on the way to work and you practice the gift of Selah, to pause, to reflect, to meditate. You know what I hope was going to happen this week? That as you're raising kids and dealing with people on the job and dealing with your neighbors and dealing with all the things you've got to deal with, that, 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 that this song, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, will be in the back of your mind. And when you're wanting to sing country music, 
a hymn that was written in the 1500s will come alive in your spirit. And you'll be reminded that a guy, his daughter was dying. And out of him was birthed hope, help, and healing for you. That you will be reminded you serve a mighty fortress. His name is Jesus Christ, and he will give you the victory. He will give you peace. He will give you the strength and the courage you need to be strong. Sir, people are looking at you in the balcony. Ma'am, people are looking at you. They need, they need us to be a people that are strong, not moved, not anxious, not fearful, Standing in the strength of the Lord God Almighty, a mighty fortress is our God. And if it was good for Martin Luther, 1527 and 1528, it's good for you. I pray this hymn will come alive in your spirit this week. You'll be reminded to trust in him today. Let's pray. Father, thank you for a godly leader like Martin Luther when faced with death, he was able to be strong and he's able to encourage us to continue to fight the fight of faith. Lord, I speak to people today that are fearful. I speak to people today that are wanting to be in control. I'm speaking to people today that want to be in charge. And God, I pray that practice of Selah will be a part of our life this week as we just pause and reflect not on our goodness not on our strength but on your strength because you are a mighty fortress and we run to you today in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit in Jesus name Amen and Amen God bless you, church. We'll see you next week.